Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories. And we tell stories about everything here on this show including your stories, send them to OurAmericanStories.com. We love to tell listeners' stories. And this is the only show in the country where America is the star, where the American people are the star. By the way, if you'd like to support all that we're doing here, it is a 501c3, a nonprofit, and you can support us by going to OurAmericanStories.com. Give a little, give a lot. It's tax deductible. Do your part. And it can share what we're doing with friends and with neighbors because there are so few things we can share with each other that's content. And now we have Carla Duerson on to share a story with us 
and she is a student of one of our regular contributors, author Leslie Leyland Fields. Carla is sharing with us the story of her daughter, Wiley. Here is Carla. How do I begin a story that seems to have begun long before I was born? How can I go back far enough to show how all the tributaries ran along to cause this river that is my life? There is not a way I can see now except to begin somewhere and trust that those small streams will reveal themselves even in the flow of mightier water. Choroid plexus cysts. Choroid plexus cysts. I turned these alien words over in my mind and tried them in my mouth. Was I saying it right? Gavin and I were in the Subaru and trying to decide if we could continue with our plan. It says here that most of the time they just resolve. They don't cause any harm, it seems. I murmured these words to him as I scrolled through several health articles describing these intruders found on our unborn baby's brain in an anatomy scan. Should we still get the balloon? Gavin wondered aloud. We should, I resolved. He pulled into the Dollar Tree. He went in and gave the employee the sealed envelope the sonographer had prepared for our gender reveal surprise and the box to hide either a blue or pink balloon. In the meantime, I called my best friend from the passenger seat in the parking lot. Elizabeth, they found cysts on the baby's brain and maybe a problem with the heart. I'm so sorry, she breathed. I knew she was. There are no platitudes and cliches. She is familiar with suffering. She is full of empathy and love. We cried and prayed the rest of the short way home with the balloon in the box in the back of the car. We stopped in the driveway. This would not be the only time we would wonder how to face our family of five children with news we did not understand, let alone know how to bear. We took deep breaths and went inside knowing that, in the midst of the painful mystery of what had just happened, there was apparent joy. We gathered in our living room and decided to video the momentous occasion. Our eldest man-child hovered over his younger brother and three younger sisters, who almost all thought the balloon would be blue. The eldest sister decided to go with pink. I'm going to say it's a girl, because I want you to know, baby, that if you're a girl, I believe in you. She announced this to the camera. We sliced the box open and we all gasped, laughed, and marveled at the pink balloon that floated up to the ceiling. It did seem to take the heaviness of the what-ifs off our shoulders. Everything felt lighter in the wonder of our baby girl, Margaret Wiley. From the beginning, she has been full of surprises. Her story barely feels like it's mine, too. Yet I was there. I remember the nausea. I remember the faces in mine comforting, supporting, helping. I remember the room and the thoughts and the unfolding. I was there. We were doing this together, this being born. 
After the anatomy scan, with the croid plexus cysts on the brain and the possible heart abnormality, we were scheduled to see a high-risk obstetrician. I was expecting it to be nothing, something easily explained away. She is just fine, I imagined the doctor saying. He said nothing of the kind. You see her heart here? It does not have a wall where one should be. I felt like he was talking so fast, and my heartbeat joined his rapid cadence. He could see the cysts, but their presence was more evidence for his final evaluation, not necessarily a problem in themselves. I am quite certain that your daughter has Down syndrome. My heart dropped. I asked him to say it all again. Her growth, the cysts, the heart defect, it all added up, in his estimation, to a genetic disorder. Then came the offers of how to move forward or not move forward with the pregnancy. We can arrange for any or all of it right here in the office. We asked for a moment. Reeling, I dropped my legs off the side of the exam table toward Gavin. We knew that advanced maternal age carried risks, and we also knew that we did not want to end this life that had begun. We explained that conviction for the first of many times when the doctor re-entered the room. We also opted for a blood test in which they could use a sample of mine to find Wiley's genetic information. It was not diagnostic, like an amniocentesis would be, but for the time being it felt safer to us. We did not realize that safety, as we knew it, would no longer be an option anymore. And you're listening to Carla Dewerson, and you're hearing her tell the story of her pregnancy and the news that she learned, well, that no parent wants to hear that her daughter was going to be born almost for sure with Down syndrome. When we come back, more of Carla Dewerson's story here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the Donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. we continue with Our American Stories, and we've been listening to Carla Dewerson share the story of her daughter, Wiley. While pregnant with her, Carla and her husband, Gavin, found out that there were cysts on Wiley's brain and holes in her heart, all signs of Down syndrome. We return to Carla. The next step was to have a heart scan with a pediatric cardiologist. What other questions do you have? He asked. So, if you repair her heart, she could run around and play ball. Absolutely. We can repair children's hearts 
and they can have the potential to live a happy, normal life. This amazing doctor, with the assistance of skilled sonographers, examined our little Wiley's tiny heart and found that she had a large hole between her ventricles, a small one between the chambers of her atrium, and a very leaky valve. He spoke clearly and candidly about human limits. We did not yet know what her genetic condition might be, but looking at her heart, he conjectured that she could be born at our local children's hospital and would not need emergency surgery for her heart. We left the appointment marveling at the technology and knowledge that could assist the tiniest of people. On a Tuesday morning following, I answered the call from the high-risk obstetrician. I'm sorry to tell you that the test has different results than expected. I thought it was trisomy 21, but the test came back with a strong likelihood of trisomy 18. Frozen. I knew. I knew what that meant. In researching choroid plexus cysts, I had come across information about trisomy 18, Edward syndrome, the next most common after trisomy 21, Down syndrome. And Edward's prognosis is incredibly bleak. Most people choose not to continue the pregnancy. Of those that do continue, only 50% are born living. Of those who do live, 90 to 95% pass away before their first birthdays. I thought our baby was going to have the love chromosome, not the death chromosome. I grieved, and we prayed. Wiley tipped her cards a few times. She shot up a clenched fist in an ultrasound, which is a common trisomy 18 trait. She grew, but very slowly, Another telltale sign. Her brain was abnormal. Other moms on this journey described the same experience I had. The strangeness of carrying a bustling, busy baby on the inside, who is given almost zero chance of making it on the outside. The day came when our doctor told us it was time for new cuisine and fresh air. The placenta, also affected by the genetic disorder, was not serving her well anymore. For the first time in my experience of motherhood, I chose between a Monday and Tuesday for an induction. The struggle was real. Preparing for her birth, I could feel the temptation to pull away from my daughter. The idea of having to let her go was so painful. I wanted to protect my heart. I prepared myself for the worst in hopes of getting over the loss more quickly. But in the midst of this emotional removal, a friend reminded me that Wiley needed me. Like many other times in which something felt impossible, forgiveness, letting go, choosing mercy over judgment, I felt God helping me open my heart all the way to my precious girl. I realized either way, whether alive on earth or in heaven, I would still have the chance to hold her. This encounter became my new focus. I knew I would never receive a gift of which I was more afraid. On the scheduled day, Wiley was born, but not into my arms. She was born into the hands of doctors who pulled her from my body 
and onto tiny beds with machines as Gavin and I held hands. We didn't know if she was coming or leaving. Goodbye was easier to imagine than hello. Yet Gavin went to her, held her body, and announced, She is breathing, Car. She is breathing. I reeled, and it began receiving Wiley. A few long hours later, on May 8th, she was placed into my arms. I did not know how to hold her. She had tubes and cords and leads springing from her. In my disbelief, I cradled my daughter gently. She was born weighing four pounds and eight ounces. I trembled beneath her weight. She was like the break of day. A constant prayer flowed silently from my heart. How, Lord, how do I hold her? With her tiny body and her determination, Wiley brought with her a deep sense of the present. I dared not leave it. Along with that, she attracted hands, so many hands, family, friends, nurses, technicians, doctors, social workers, dietitians, volunteers, clerks, neighbors, therapists, so many people to hold us. We would have fallen, Gavin, Wiley, our other children, me. We would have crumbled if it weren't for the grip of people who carried our burdens and met our needs. Through those hands and prayers, Wiley endured three holes in her lungs, an open heart surgery, arrhythmias, a pericardial effusion, pulmonary hypertension, seizures, RSV, and numerous infections with intubations. We wondered more than once if she was leaving this world. On one occasion, I looked upon my daughter with such sorrow and cried out to God to know how to endure witnessing her suffering. But slowly, she was gaining. With great awe, I witnessed my daughter choosing us, choosing to stay. Now, these days, we gather what she has sown. She is thriving. She is still the gift that inspires me. She still attracts a crowd of helpers and admirers. She still takes our breath, but in a whole different way. Trisomy 18 has become a welcome death sentence. We are glad that our small, comfortable life has died. We were glad to put to death selfishness in our family. Wiley's trisomy 18 diagnosis has been a death to living with a false sense of control and misplaced trust. Receiving her, just as she is, has been a gift of a new kind of life with God and an amazing time of living with her in the here and now. In light of time's uncertainty, heaven and eternity have never seemed sweeter or more real. I have a song for her. I change the words to Edelweiss and sing them over her. 
The Edelweiss flower grows in the high altitude of the Alps and is a symbol for bravery, courage, and love. How fitting for our mighty warrior. Wily girl, wily girl, every morning you greet me, soft and light, sweet and bright. You look happy to meet me. Blossoms of love, will you bloom and grow, bloom and grow forever. Wily girl, wily girl, bless my daughter forever. And a special thanks to Carla Duerson for sharing her story. The story of Carla Duerson and her husband and her baby girl, Wiley, here on Our American Stories. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, big ones and small ones. If we keep them bottled up, boy, that can be a real problem. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know people who've profoundly benefited from therapy, learning everything from coping skills to setting boundaries in their life. You don't have to have experienced major trauma to benefit from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's safe. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com OAS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com OAS. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash O-A-S. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. And we return to Our American Stories. And up next, a story from our friend Larry Reed, President Emeritus of the Foundation for Economic Education, or FEE, on a document and event that helped establish a very important principle in our country. Take it away, Larry. To the Right Honorable Governor of New Netherland, Peter Stuyvesant. You have been pleased to send unto us a certain prohibition or command that we should not receive or entertain any of those people called Quakers because they are supposed to be by some seducers of the people. For our part, we cannot condemn them in this case, neither can we stretch out our hands against them. We desire therefore in this case not to judge lest we be judged, neither to condemn lest we be condemned, but rather let every man stand or fall to his own master. We are bound by the law to do good unto all men, especially to those of the household of faith. With those words, Edward Hart, the town clerk of what is now the Queens neighborhood of Flushing, New York, began a powerful 650 word document known as the Flushing Remonstrance. It was December 27, 1657. Hart wrote on behalf of the 30 inhabitants of the village who also boldly signed their names below his. This was a defiant shot across the bow of the state personified by Governor Stuyvesant. It was an act of resistance and an early declaration in favor of the freedom of peaceful worship. Moreover, it was not a self-serving stand for the freedom simply of those who signed it, none of them were Quakers, but rather a defense of the freedom of others. Think of it in these terms. In contravention of the practice of tolerance back in the mother country of the Netherlands, Governor Stuyvesant promulgated a policy of intolerance in the Dutch settlements of New York. He aimed to persecute those who did not adhere to the Dutch Reformed Church and the nonconformist Quakers were his prime target. In this response, the citizens of Flushing essentially stated, 
You are commanding us to persecute Quakers. We will not. So take your intolerance and stick it where the sun doesn't shine. If you're inclined to stop listening because freedom of religion is not important to you, perhaps you're not of any faith or you believe your faith is not threatened, think again. Freedom in one sense is indivisible. A successful attack on one of its elements invites assaults on the others. Allow the state to breach one wall of freedom's fortress and you have invited it inside where its agents and sycophants will work to bring down the remaining walls. A government that can tell you what to think and say and punish you for thinking and saying what it disapproves will not self-limit its despotism there. This is likely what Voltaire had in mind when he reputedly asserted, I disagree with what you say, but will contend to the death for your right to say it. The timid multitudes stand idly by as freedom is crushed, doing nothing unless the danger appears on their own doorstep. The uncommonly courageous few will rise far sooner, and it is to them that all of us who love freedom owe special gratitude. Governor Stuyvesant's policy of persecution had begun in 1656 with an ordinance banning unauthorized religious meetings. Quaker preachers were harassed, arrested, jailed, and fined. In Flushing itself, a Baptist pastor was imprisoned and then exiled for the crime of baptizing without a license from the Dutch Reformed officialdom. The Flushing Remonstrance stirs my blood with an abiding appreciation for principled courage. How fitting for such an enlightened document to appear two days after Christmas. Inspired by Jesus' teachings, the brave souls of Flushing were likely full of hope for the good that peace and tolerance could bring in the new year. They concluded their statement as follows. The law of love, peace, and liberty condemns hatred, war, and bondage, desiring to do unto all men as we desire all men should do unto us. Therefore, if any of these said persons come in love unto us, we cannot in conscience lay violent hands upon them, but give them free egress and regress unto our town and houses, as God shall persuade our consciences. Governor Stuyvesant reacted in anger. Determined to quash the spirit of the remonstrance, he dissolved Flushing's town government and put his own cronies in charge. He arrested four of the signers of the remonstrance, including Edward Hart. To his credit, the elderly Hart went to jail, but never recanted. Relief from Stuyvesant's harsh rule finally arrived in 1663, but not by the hand of any government. The Dutch West India Company, sponsor and investor in the Dutch colonies of North America, dispatched a letter to Stuyvesant ordering him to stop religious persecution. So much did Thomas Jefferson later revel in the spirit of the Flushing-inspired motto, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God, he inserted it on his personal seal. Religious freedom in a world run by political and religious tyrants, even in America, had to be fought for tooth and nail. A century before the Flushing Remonstrance, Protestant Huguenots from France tried to settle near what is now Jacksonville, Florida. The Catholic Spanish slaughtered them by the hundreds and destroyed their settlement at Fort Caroline in 1565. 
in the 1630s. Religious dissidents Roger Williams and Anne Hutchinson were famously expelled from the intolerant Puritan colony of Massachusetts Bay. William Penn founded Pennsylvania as a refuge from religious persecution. He himself had been imprisoned in the Tower of London for his defiance of the Anglican Church. From his cold, dank cell, he had declared, My prison shall be my grave before I will budge a jot, for I owe my conscience to no mortal man. Later in Philadelphia, the capital of the colony he founded, Penn wrote, I do hereby grant and declare that no person or persons inhabiting this province or territories shall be in any case molested or prejudiced in his or their person or persons because of his or their consciences, persuasion, or practice, nor be compelled to frequent or maintain any religious worship, place, or ministry contrary to their religious persuasion. The 16th and 17th century heroes for religious freedom in America would have been thrilled on December 15, 1791. That's when the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution took effect. It formalized the separation of church and state and forbade the government from passing any law that would disfavor or favor any faith or interfere with any person's peaceful exercise of it. Adopted in 1868, the 14th Amendment went further by preventing the states from enacting laws that would promote or stifle religion. Today, the Flushing Remonstrance is known as the Religious Magna Carta of the New World. It proved to be a major influence on America's founders to enshrine freedom of worship in the Bill of Rights, more than a century after the citizens of Flushing defied a governor. God bless America. A great job to Monty for producing that piece, and a special thanks to Larry Reed for writing and performing the piece, The Flushing Remonstrance. Imagine a city council or state passing a rule prohibiting unauthorized religious meetings. What else would they pass? Which is the point of Larry Reed's brilliant piece. Rebellion against tyrants is obedience to God. One of the best lines of the piece And my goodness, great writing by Larry Reed. A great story about religious freedom and religious persecution, religious bigotry. The story of the Flushing Remonstrance here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Our American Stories, and we tell stories of all kind here on this show. By the way, we live in a state where it rains a heck of a lot. We broadcast here in Oxford, Mississippi, about an hour south of Memphis. And our next story is about rain or rather an innovative entrepreneur's company that collects and bottles rainwater for sale out in Dripping Springs, Texas. That's right, Dripping Springs. That company is called Richard's Rainwater, and its founder, Richard Heineken, can probably be considered the godfather of bottled rainwater in the United States. Here's Richard in our own Monty Montgomery with the story. The idea behind Richard's Rainwater started because of a dirty Texas well. Well, I moved out to uh, Dripping Springs. I lived in Austin, Texas, and moved out to Dripping Springs to help my sister-in-law build the Austin Zoo out. Her her parents had this property out there. And Susie, my wife, and her sister lived out there, and her sister was uh, raising goats. And anyway, it turned into a zoo. So I moved to... 
dripping springs and built a house. And out here in the hill country, there's no other source for water except for well water. And so I drilled a well, and the well guy was he's leaving with a fistful of my dollars says, Mr. Heineken, you have a lot of water there. That's a darn good well, a good flowing well. And I went, oh, man, I was so excited. Go in the house, brand new house, right, and took a shower. The hydrogen sulfite was so bad, I almost threw up in the shower. And the water was so hard, when Susie did the laundry, the uh, Levi's could stand up in the corner and our hair stood out like fright wigs. <laughs> and we said, man, we can't handle this. Called a uh, softener guy. He said, oh yeah, oh, that's some pretty damn hard water there. You can, I can put you two tandem water softeners together. I went, oh my God. So I looked into solutions and I ran across a doctor who became a good friend of mine, Mike McKelvin who has started catching rainwater for his wife to really realize the well water out here basically kills plants. It uh, chokes their leaves. If you spray it on their leaves, it carbonizes over so they can't, they, they suffocate. So he started a rainwater collection for his wife's roses and they flourished and his house flourished. He, went, he got into putting it in his house. And he flourished and he was a really advocate for it. And I met him and I became one myself. So I looked into storage and found a fiberglass manufactured in Texas and ordered a fiberglass tank and put it in and did a real, real Goldberg job and it was all kind of new technology to me, but just plumbing is all it was. So it's just the water level, water, if your gutter's higher than the tank entrance, it goes in by itself, right? And so I did that and hooked up a pump to it and I took a shower and I was the happiest guy in the world. The soap just came right off. It lathered up like you can't believe. It smelled wonderful. It drank good. And the dishes, instead of being chalky, all of a sudden became uh, clear. So my neighbor comes over and says, uh, God, would you guys just buy some new dishes? And I said, no, we're just washing them in rainwater now. He said, oh my God. Well, I've been buying new dishes every three years and a new dishwasher every three years. So I want that. So I went called back the fiberglass guy and said, hey, I, I want to be a distributor. And uh, he said, okay, well, let's work a deal. And so, so I was selling fiberglass tanks like crazy. I was the biggest tank salesman in the whole planet. I put in you know, literally hundreds of these things, and I've got a thousand people that were relying on Tank Town as their source for rainwater filters and you know maintenance prop things. And So that's how it happened. Then one day, I'm putting in these rainwater systems. I have a crew of guys, and I'm filling up our water for our consumption to keep cool. The whole crew, you know, in, a, in one of those igloo five-gallon water buckets. One day we ran out, super hot day, sun, sun in July. And I, so I said, okay, guys, I gotta, I'm going back home to fill up our water again. They said, okay, hurry back. So on the way, I thought, you know, I should be able to pull into a store and buy this stuff. And the bulb went off, right? So I went, oh, okay. And then, so then I was just focused on bottling this stuff. So I read the 
the regulations on a water supply, realized that I needed to be a, a, certif- a, a licensed operator to run a water supply. So I was started going to correspondence schools, and I went to Berkeley, Cal, and Texas A&M, and I got, my, I got a license to be a public water supply operator, got a permit number and all, and then I started building a plant. And Anyway, then I get to TCQ, the, the government agency that over, oversees our water supply in Texas, and they said, well, Mr. Heineken, that's a pretty good idea but rainwater is not approved as a source for water. I said, okay, so where are you getting your water? He goes, well, you know where we get our water. We get it out of Lake Travis. But where does that come from? Well, you know, it has, it's like rain. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, okay, so I'm going to, that's what, you know, so we need to make this, be able to have this as a source for water. I went, oh, I, I don't know, sir. And another thing, Mr. Heineken, now that we got this conversation going, we can't talk to you anymore because you're not a licensed engineer. So I went, okay, great. Well, I will come back. So I just had to prove it to them that it was a good source for water. So I built a little pilot bottling plant, and they said they approved that. Built it with my own bare hands. I'm a blacksmith. I'm a sculptor. I've cut the pipes and, and used transits and got the right things and welded everything up. And then we go out and put more systems in. I get more, some more money, go out and buy more metal, put it all up. Then I thought, man, this is, I'm, I can't really start this yet. I got the plants going. I got everything going. I need some tanks. I ended up buying 13 tanks and we had like 250,000 gallons. And, and then I had the engineers, and this is a friend of mine, and basically wrote it on a napkin. I said, here, write this out, make it look real official. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to micro. We're going to put it through really tiny filters and we're going to separate it after it goes into a couple of tanks and then we're going to put it through UV light and then we're going to store it in a sanitary tank and then we're going to put, just before we bottle, we're going to put ozone in it. Now ozone, it's a really great sanitizer. City water supplies use chlorine and chlorine is a cancer-causing chemical and so we didn't want to do that. The Clean Water Act required public water supplies to use chlorine and there's no other source of sanitation they would approve. You know, I have a saying, the solution to pollution is dilution. And it's the same thing these cities use. They just say, well, okay, here's 10 gallons of chlorine. And so we're going to have to mix that with 13,970 gallons of water. And that'll do it. Okay, it might taste a little chlorine, but anyway, can't do that. And so my plan was, I said, okay, here's the deal. If you take me to court, and I'll, and here's a little end of it. We have to end up in court. I'm going to tell the jury that, okay, here's what they want me to do with my rainwater. They want me to put chlorine in it, and that will cause cancer, possibly. And then rainwater, we've already proved it has no cancer-causing byproducts in it from the way we sanitize it. So it seems like a, a really smart thing to do. And so, and then also, if you say I can't do it, then then it'll be it won't be good because the jury is going to say, well, Mr. Heineken, we certainly don't want you to get cancer, so I, we like your idea. They said, well, we kind of like your deal, and it's also sustainable. And then we started doing testing on it, and and then did their monthly reports and it all always came back just beautiful and at that point more people in austin and out in the hill country were getting into rainwater collection so everybody's calling this interesting saying hey uh, i i, w- I want to put a whole rainwater system in my house so four years later we got the first public water supply using rainwater as a sole source of water without using chlorine and then that's it it's all over town and it's a pretty damn good feeling but it's a little difficult to get. 
but Richard makes the bottling process sound pretty easy. After catching it and put it in a, in a collection tank, that's the first thing to do. Like the city of Austin doesn't have to worry about that because they just suck it out of the lake. We have to put it in a tank that has no light in it because light makes algae and algae is, is, a, is not our friend. And then we process that through uh, more filtrations and then UV light. And then uh, finally, just before it goes into our bottling line, we add uh, ozone to it at uh, a, a certain percentage. It only lasts 15 minutes. And then, um, and then we put it in the bottle and we seal the top of the bottle. And then, so that's a perfectly pure bottle of water because there's no trihalomethanes in it, no chemicals in it. And it's just, it's just a beautiful bottle of water and you can taste it immediately. When you taste it, it's sweet because rainwater cleans your mouth. I know it's kind of gross, but there's calcium on your teeth. All day long it's building up calcium. It washes that off. It's just amazing. So I've never had anybody say, boy, that's a lousy bottle of water. It's always, hey, this is the best darn bottle I've ever had. And it's it just, that's the fact. That's what kept us going because it's the absolute truth. There's any kind of comparison of another bottle of water. It's just like blind testing is just kind of a simple thing to do because you just, it's so obvious. And I've come, been through a lot of them and rainwater always prevails. And great job, as always, to Monty Montgomery. And you've been listening to Richard Heineken, Richard's Rainwater, the story behind the product and the man here on Our American Story. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.